Hello and welcome to the We Don't Wanna podcast. This is normally the show where we really don't want to. But for the start of this new series, we still don't yet know if we want to. So come along and join us as we continue our journey through the brand spanking new Wheel of Time show. We are your hosts, I am Scott, and joining me as always, I think he's been a little busy just out there in the woods, deep-throating bats, if you know what I mean. It's Zacky Attacky! What's up, buddy? Zacky Attacky. How's, how's them I, bats, buddy? Uh, I don't know what's better if you uh, said Zacky or Tacky or uh, introduced me as deep-throating bats. Um, you know, little column A, little column look, B. Look, man, I've got a little Ozzy Osbourne in me, I guess, so just getting down. <laughs> That's right. He bit a bat, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, he did bite a bat. What a fucking weirdo. That is that is commitment to your bit? Brand? Is it a bit or is it, yeah, your brand or just you actually being a weirdo? The world will never know. Commitment to your raisin brand. <laughs> yeah, two, two, it says two scoops of raisins, it's two scoops of bats. Yeah, of, of guana. Of <laughs> guana. Isn't it guano? guano right? Yeah, That's guano. what it's called. Yeah, bat droppings for sure. Hell yeah! Bat shit, anyway, people. We're talking about bat shit. This is the this bat is shit show podcast. About biology. <laughs> yeah, we're definitely <laughs> experts on that. <laughs> definitely, we are talking Wheel of Time again. Of course, if you clicked on this episode, you know what we're freaking talking about. Uh, we are going to be going over episode two. Zach, did you get the name of the episode? I never write down names of episodes. Um, You know what, man? Let's not talk about that. Let's not talk about that because you also missed it and now you're embarrassed. Aww. Yeah. Um, something Shadows Waiting. Shadows Waiting. I think it's Shadows Waiting. Something like that. Uh, let's see here. Yeah, Shadows Waiting, apparently. Shadows Waiting, that's exactly what I said. I just pulled that straight out of my ass. Although, although while I'm looking up the names of these episodes, episode one, was it not called Dragon Reborn? I don't think so. You said that, and I was like, that doesn't sound right, but okay. I'll believe oh, you, because I, I didn't called, write it This down. says it's called Leave Taking. That's, yes, that sounds familiar. Where did you get Dragon Reborn? Maybe I made it up. <laughs> People are going to click off episode one immediately, and now no one is listening to this episode because you fucked up the title, Zach. Way yeah. to go, jackass. Hey, that's what we do here, man. It's too late High to fix. High quality podcast. Yeah, it's too late to fix now. Nothing can be done. It was it was uploaded immediately. That's not true, but I'm going to leave it because... Yeah, I don't want to deal with it. Who, Who cares? fucking cares, man? This is our show. <laughs> this is our show. This is episode two. Shadows, I've already forgotten it. Shadows leaving. No. Shadows waiting. Shadows waiting. Shadows waiting. Who gives a care? Uh, this is episode two of The Wheel of Time. Go listen to episode one if you haven't listened to that. Spoilers abound. I don't know if we talked about in the first episode that there would be spoilers. We're going to be going through the episode, uh, doing a, a summary and talking about them in depth. So if you have intention of watching this and are sensitive to spoilers, hey, maybe go do that first before you listen to this. Um, yeah, we're don't gonna, be a fucking idiot. Don't be a freaking weirdo coming on and to our podcast. And then whine to us about and it then for spoiling shit. Yeah. I don't. I don't do well with wine. It hurts my tummy. Uh, <laughs> do you not like wine? I don't I'm not actually a big wine like fan. wine. Nah, 
it's not really my not really my jam. Like every now and then, if I want to feel like a fancy person, I'll drink wine. But like, mm. I'm See, more of a bourbon guy myself. Speaking of jam, if you've got grapes, I, I would rather have grape jam. Than there you go. Grape wine. So there you go. There you go. I was giving Amanda. So I know we don't want to be uh, spending too much time before we hop into <laughs> Wait, this. But we don't wanna. <laughs> <laughs> See what you did there. We were grocery shopping the other day, uh-huh. and. Um, she we needed some new jam some 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 jelly (laughs) hell yeah and she just goes straight for like the regular like smuckers no uh, boo yeah and i really like like finding like some good local stuff that's like maybe a little chunky yeah yeah yeah. uh i like that kind of stuff but she's just like smuckers all the way just like smuckers strawberry jam and that's it how basic is amanda yeah it's so weird nice nice like local blackberry jam is my jam oh It's so good. I'll jam you up with some blackberry jam. I could talk about jam all day with you, Zach. <laughs> I love a good jam. I like love a good, a good jam. jam session. <laughs> uh, I would like I would like some nice jam on my bats, uh, if I'm being honest. But we have an episode to discuss here. We sure uh, do. Episode two. Uh, if you listen to last uh, last week, last yesterday's episode <laughs> about episode one. Uh, I feel last like last yesterday. Wait, we're putting all these up last at the same time, yesterday's right? Today, um, <laughs> I feel like shockingly, I was the more positive one, and Zach was the negative Nancy coming off of episode one. So we shall see if that continues or if we will have some some changing of positions here. Uh, Zach, how did you feel uh, about this episode as a whole, off the top? Much better. I completely agree. I was like, pretty positive. Like much better. I was pretty positive on the first episode, but I thought this was way, way better. I enjoyed this episode yeah. quite a bit. Yeah, quite a bit. There's, yeah, there's, there's some good stuff in here. So the uh, the format will be as follows: just like our first episode, give you a very quick uh, rundown on what happened in the episode, and then we will dive in on our thoughts on standout moments. Uh, so once again, spoilers abound. If you have not watched the episode, please go do that. Unless you don't give a shit, okay? Don't come crying to us, as Scotty already said. So true. <laughs> so uh, we we start on our journey, right? There's uh, there's some questions abound. People are like, "What the fuck are we doing? Where are we going, Moraine? Who the fuck are you? What's what's going on?" So lots of questions. So there's actually some pretty decent exposition in this episode because lot of that. exposition, a lot of lore. Um. And uh, a chase ensues, right? Uh, we left last episode where the, the uh, I believe, the Dark's army, the Darkness's army, I don't fucking know how. It's like the Dark, do they call him the, no, they don't call him the Dark Lord, the Dark One. It's just the Dark One, right? The dar- okay, yeah, so the Dark One's army mm-hmm. is, uh, is on the hunt for these uh, four potential candidates and uh lots of ins and outs of just trying to escape these fuckers and then we end up in a very interesting city yeah which we'll talk about i'm sure at length i was into that some cool stuff there um and our girl moraine is not doing so hot no not doing so hot we touched on it briefly uh in the last episode that she took that knife uh to like the shoulder and I was like, oh, I guess she's okay. She seems okay at the start of this episode. Turns out she's just kind of fronting. She's putting on a front. She's putting on a brave face for the gang. She is uh, 
sacrificing her strength for both their the, the her companion's strength and even the horses to kind of keep them going and speed them along um but right. she's 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 becoming more and more in a bad way herself so right. it's it's not great and then uh and then we we finish this episode off with uh the gang getting split up yeah definitely we got three groups by the end of the end of the episode so. Yeah, so uh, so that's it in a nutshell. Let's uh, let's dive in, Scott. How does this episode start? This episode starts by introducing us to a new character. Um, I did not catch his name. Uh, he's just military captain dude, apparent according to my notes. Um, he he is a questioner. I don't think yes. we actually get his name. I don't think we get his name either. But he is a questioner. He is feasting uh, after this great victory. Apparently, they have had. He has an Aes Sedai as a captive. He taunts her for a bit. And uh, then he just burns her at the stake. It's it's a bad, bad scene. Um, at some point, he had cut off both of her hands, uh, takes her ring, and uh, puts it on his belt. He's got like a whole General Grievous-style collection of uh, rings, of these Aes Sedai rings. On his belt, and uh, yeah, he seems like a real, uh, real dick. Um, not a good vibe off of this guy at all. Yeah, I, I think uh, my initial thought was like, okay, is this guy some type of just like Aes Sedai hunter or killer, or mm-hmm. like is like are there stray Aes Sedai? Right? Sure, like, maybe, like kind of like, like Sith like rogue. style, right? Um, so still not completely sure on that i have a feeling he's just more of a of a collector of sorts and he just likes to kill these fuckers mm-hmm. um but i mean yeah it, it could go either way right uh, he finishes his meal while she's burning in front of him yeah. fucking brutal dude <laughs> not a tight motherfucker he is a cold ass son of a bitch for sure and we get a little bit more um with him in a bit and we get a little more context uh as to like what his kind of deal is not a lot but a little here in a bit um so our moraine led group is running from the trolloc army this there's six of them the urukai the urukai uh moraine herself of course lan and the four dragon candidates or dra- dragonidits i tried to come up with something there and i failed miserably dra- dragonidits dragonidits uh, drag my dick. That's exactly what I said. <laughs> uh, they are running from this Trolloc army. Uh, she says walls can't stop them, only deep water. And we see in a second, yeah, they can't swim for shit. One of them falls into this water. They're like you. They're basically like me, also can't swim for shit. It just drowns immediately, and the rest of them just kind of watch and laugh at him. Guys, that's uh, that's not a joke, by the way. Scott cannot swim. It's not a joke. Never learned how to swim. Can't do it. Body He's a thick is boy. Incapable. He just uh, dense. Well, just call my fat ass out. That's just not. No, okay. no, no, no. Not like fat. You're just dense, bro. You're just like a fucking like piece of metal. I'm like a compressed water, like... black hole. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Did you watch dense. Futurama? Uh yeah, a little, not a lot. Do you remember that little like uh black thing that like the little alien thing oh, that they like poops. would poop like yeah, yeah. a fucking and it weighs it's just like, like a, a little ton. circle? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's a yeah, it weighs a ton. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. you. Okay, that's me. Sure. You're the poop. That is a weird <laughs> analogy to make. 
Um, here comes our boy, uh, Valmont Snakeface Voldy dude. Uh, he he screeches at them for a bit because they're across. They're they're be ferrying across the the river at this point. Uh, and our, he has a, a a dune worm as his mouth. He does. Yes, it's basically the dune worm, uh, just all in his mouth as he screeches at them. Uh, the ferryman wants to go back across to save his son, but Morion, uh, Moraine is like basically like mm, can't let you do that stuff, Fox. Uh, <laughs> you can't do the same I'm joke. Can't do the same joke. No, no one listens to both series. <laughs> Uh, she's like, I can't let you do that. That'll give them a way across. And she uses her magic to just straight up summon a whirlpool to sink his boat. Um, this dude yells something about the white cloaks being right, that the Aes uh, Sedai are monsters. And he basically just jumps in after his boat and dies, drowns in the whirlpool. Uh, not a great... Scene. They say the captain goes down with the ship, man. He really took that to heart. Like somebody told yeah. them him that once, and he was like, "Oh man, well if it's required, I gotta do it." <laughs> <laughs> so, um, we we cut to so they get away, right? I mean, they they get away temporarily. We cut to uh, Moraine, he, like healing or replenishing the horses, mm-hmm. and uh, Lan tells her that she needs her strength as well so i i had a question are you perceiving this as uh she simply just i mean needs to rest because i mean everybody needs to rest or is she, does she have like a limit or like a meter to her magic i think she's it's, like on empty i think it's like a, a meter thing like i think probably as we see with her being wounded like her meter is probably like already running low like the right. the regen on that meter has got to be hampered by her injury she got um, nerfed. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> she got nerfed by a freaking knife to the chest. Uh, but yeah, I think it's 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 just basically like, hey, maybe if she was full strength and uninjured, this would be an easier task for her. But Lan sure. is like, yo, take it easy. Take it easy, my girl. Right, for sure. Do you want me to take over? Or are you going more from there? Sorry, sorry, sorry. I was moving this over. Move my dick over. <laughs> so, <laughs> fucking idiot. Now I have to leave. <laughs> okay. Um. So this this also brings me to another question. They, they all throughout the course of this episode, they all kind of seem like, like they've been gone for a long time already. Like they've been on the run for a while. Or I kind of get really? that feeling. You got yeah, that vibe? And it, I did, and it all it made me question. Okay, so is she using her magic to keep them like energized and the horses energized so that they can ride for a long period of time, or this first night that we see is just the first day that they've been on the road? You know, you know what I'm saying? Like I, I kind of got the vibe that this was like the first or second night like maybe they'd been riding for a day okay but like listen like riding hard like running on horses for an entire day is like not easy and they would be tired and exhausted both them and the horses you know yeah but she's buffing them 
right? She's playing the priest card. And right. Just, like, well, I know, but that's her. that's the point is that, yes, they can keep going after this, but she is getting progressively weaker. Okay. So I was just, yeah, I was, I was curious about that because you thought this was like weeks going by. I, I, I guess I don't necessarily like think that it was, I was just entertaining like, okay, it could be because I feel like some of the conversations we have between some of the, uh, the dragonates or whatever you called them (laughs) candidates. Yeah. Let's just forget that ever happened. (laughs) Yeah. Um, (laughs) they, like, they just seemed like there had been like, kind of some stuff brewing for a long time uh, and it just it for some reason it didn't seem like it took place over one day eh, i don't know like listen they're under a lot of stress and like change and that stuff can bubble up quicker and like sure. be more like you lose your temper and like have these things you know boil up quicker when you're under this kind of like wow. stress and fatigue i cannot believe that you are lecturing me about uh feeling empathy for people and acknowledging the tough situation that they're in that's <laughs> Wow, that's a first. Okay, so so we get a little bit of lore here. Um, There is a conversation that takes place between Moraine and, uh, again, what is her name again? Egwin? Egwene? Egwene? Is it Egwene? I think it's Egwene. Because I think the first time I wrote it, I wrote it like E-G and then Wayne, like W-A-Y-N-E. I thought it was Egwene, but whatever. I think it's Egwene. Egg. So between Moraine and Egg... Um, <laughs> the tales of Duncan Egg. The tales uh, of Duncan Egg and Randikin. <laughs> Randikin Sky Moraine. Oh, boo. Uh, boo, okay. you ruined it. So she asks her, do you know of the three oaths? Yes. And uh, she says, well, I know that they are the promises made by the Aes Sedai to end... Uh, I I believe it was a king, maybe King Arthur Hawking's uh, siege on White Tower. Uh, so this is just kind of like a law that was put into place or or a binding oath that was put into place to stop the siege of their White Tower is the way that I'm understanding it. And th- the three oaths are as follows. Uh, number one is to speak no word that is not true. Mm. Number two is to make no weapon with which one person may use on another. And three is to never use the one power as a weapon except when her life is in danger or to save the life of another Isaide uh, or whatever the hell they're called. Or the life of her ward. Right, or the life of her ward. Correct, mm-hmm. right. So <clears throat> I heard this and I was like, oh, cool, lore. And then I also realized, okay, well, this is very early on that they're establishing a set of rules for this to work by. So mm-hmm. that's that's got to be difficult, and you know, hopefully that holds true. It it seems like this story is well put together, unlike mm-hmm. you know, like how we make fun of some of the rules in Harry Potter, right? <laughs> like, sure. Uh, it, but it's it's always a worry, right? Yeah, when we're talking definitely. about magic and you want to give it like a a way it works or things like that. So sure. I was like, okay, that's that's interesting. Um. But we we learned that these are not just like a promise, right? These these are quite literally like a, there's a power that is binding them to hold true to these oaths, right? Moraine basically tells her it's not that we won't do these things; it's that we literally cannot do them. Yeah, yeah. So th- their power, for from what I understand, if if they have intent for any of those 
you know, three things, like, mm-hmm. their power just doesn't work. Right. Like, they, like there's a block. There's a trap card in place. <laughs> Definitely. I also liked how uh, Marine told um, Egwene that basically, like, because she starts to ask her, like, hey, what are the three O's? And she, like, starts paraphrasing them. And she tells her, like, no, listen, words and how we use them are important. She's already training her. She's already training her. Like. And she said, you know, words... And how we use them are important. And I thought to myself, well, I'm just fully screwed then because I, <laughs> I never think about anything that I say. <laughs> but we, we, see this, we see this play off, actually. Yes, um, definitely. A little bit later here in the episode. Mm-hmm. So it, it's cool. I, I like this kind of stuff. I like the intricacy as long as it's done well. Right. And I think, I think so far it has done. Yeah, we get a little taste of that because she was like, well, you already broke when you killed that fairy man. And already they were kind of freaking out about it. Like, Randikin was basically freaking out about it a little earlier. He was like, yo, she killed that dude. Like, they just want to use us. We need a plan to kind of get out of here. And uh, Moraine is like, no, listen. All I did was summon a whirlpool to sink his boat. His own, like, foolishness and stupidity, you know, is what killed him. So, I think intent is important. You know, it's not like these are going to be... I don't want to say they can play fast and loose with these these oaths, these rules, but fast um, and loose is how I like it, baby. <laughs> yeah, it is. Uh, but yes, they're definitely loopholes, exploits, whatever you want to call it, where you know they can kind of skirt these rules a little bit, if you will. Sure, right. Um, <clears throat> we also get a cool uh, thing where. Moraine tells Egg that um, you don't listen to the uh, to, to the wind. Yes, the wind listens to you. Yeah, like that you're in cool control line. of that shit. That yeah, was it was cool a very cool line. Yeah. I my my exact note is that's pee cool. That's pee cool, bro. That's pee cool. <laughs> uh, yeah, basically she's telling her like all these powers that like you know this is your wind speak whatever you want to call it. It's the same power I use, you know and. It's kind of all connected, which I thought was interesting. It, the force is, is everywhere. The force is in everything. Surrounds us and binds us and all that other good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> we jump to to uh, Randikin being a little salty, sad emo baby. Dude, why, why, why is he being a little salty, sad emo baby? She's trying to, like, reconcile with him, and he's being just a little, little baby bitch boy dick. Yeah, I was like, What's I don't wrong like him. Randikin? I don't think I do either. I don't, yeah, I don't, I I like, don't like him. He's like, I don't fucking know. He he's, lo- he's so vanilla as yeah. fuck, dude. He he looks so much like Hayden Christensen. I cannot even <laughs> stand it. Uh, he literally like is camped away from the rest of them, and she comes to try and like, hey baby, what's going on? And he's just like, oh, I came out here to be alone, and like, like you know emotionally pushes her away and she leaves yeah. and i'm like yeah. dude come on why you gotta be a dick don't be a salty yeah. sad bitch boy he he's just also i mean like i know i've said this already and i'm not gonna keep bitching about it but he's just mm-hmm. also not a good actor he's not great it just seems so forced i think yeah. with him yeah so a lot of his dialogue when he has any of his like monologue moments i'm like Ugh. yeah uh, but yeah, so Egg goes to chill at the fire with our, our guy Perrin, and this is where we find out Perrin has a hidden wound uh, that uh, he is hiding from the rest of them, 
I'm assuming he got. I don't understand got... why, though. Yeah, I don't really understand either. Maybe he's he sees that Moraine is like being drained by, you know, keeping them going, and he is concerned that. I mean, but why not just get it healed after the battle, though? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's what the the only other thought I had is like maybe this is like his guilt over what happened with like his wife maybe this is like mm. he feels like this is his, his penance punishment this is his penance to kind of silently carry this wound uh for for what he did you know obviously an accident it would be but that that would be a really good uh like catch and understanding of that scott if that's how it's written in the book i think that that'd be really cool sure like uh, for you to like have that same thought process because that's I didn't think about that but that is that is good. That's that was the thought I had. I think you know it might be something along those lines because yeah, why why else would he hide it from the rest of them? Um, right. <clears throat> so, um, fucking Randikin just straight up throws up a bat. What the it's fuck? So dude? gross. It, it is really gross. Uh, and then he sees Dracula too. What the hell is going on here? It's funny. I made a note that he saw Star Lord. Star? What? Yeah, because it just had like the glowing, like it looked kind of like the mask, like this, like Star Lord's mask with like the glowing orange eyes. I did not see that at all. Maybe I was half looking down at my computer, taking notes. At a Star Lord like no, picture? No, no, no. I'm saying like maybe I just like saw it at the corner of my eye and that's what I saw. You don't even like Guardians of the Galaxy, do you? I like the first one. Ew. Um, yeah, I did not get Star-Lord at all. I got, you know, he pulls a bat out of his mouth, so I was like, oh, it's Dracula. You know, Dracula. It's Snape. Bats. It's definitely not. Um, I don't know what's going on here. Uh, then he wakes up. I was like, ah, oh, it's just a dream, of course. But when, wait, no, there's bats everywhere on the ground. <laughs> Maybe yeah. it wasn't just a dream. Uh, so we we get a we get a banger of a line from Rain saying you know she's questioning them about their dreams, and she learns that they see someone in the dream, mm-hmm. and he uh, Perrin says it's a man with with glowing ember eyes, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and Moraine freaks out, and she's like, "You fucking tell me about this immediately right. if it happens again." Dreams are powerful; yes. they are important. They they're not to be fucked with, basically. Right. Dreams have um, power. She makes that very clear. Right. So, yeah, I mean, seems like some shit's going on, right? Yeah, so then uh, Randikin, he 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 kind of gets real pissed at Moraine, and he's basically like, hey, why should we go with you? He's like, there may be a place for uh, Egg here at the White Tower, but what the hell do men do there besides be Aaron boys? And he kind of indicates Lan. And I'm like, oh, you best watch yourself, boyo. My guy Lan is a damn badass, and I will not be hearing any slander of him, especially from your goddamn Randikin ass. Uh, I thought this was a cool moment from Arrange. She basically jumps on her horse, and she's like, you know what? You could do whatever you want, my dude, because I've run out of both patience and time, and she just rides off. Yeah, uh, I like that. It was it was pretty cool. She's like, I don't have time for your bullshit. Uh, you can come or don't, and that's that. And then yeah, we get a little bit of a blow up between you know Rand and uh, Egwene. Um, she's basically on Moraine's side. She's like, yeah, I trust her. 
can't you tell? Well, and, she- and I think I think it's it's more it's not even necessarily that she's like picked a side. She's just True. like, yo, like she saved us right. and she can shoot fireballs. <laughs> Definitely. That's a, that's a big part of it. She's like kind of like, what choice do we have? And also she can tell she says, can't you see that she's keeping our strength up at the cost of her own? And, you know, right. she's done nothing but protect us despite you being an ungrateful, like suspicious bastard. And I love that Egwene even says, like, yeah, if I was her, I'd leave you behind, too. And Hell yeah. Rand good can, for you, Egg. Yes, good for you. Rand cuts back with his emo-ass line of, yeah, well, you already did. <laughs> I do not like this guy. Dude, fuck Here, off. Here's the moment of levity from my guy, Matt. Um, I, I'm a big fan of Matt. Yes. He's like, he's like, hey, dude, don't be an ass. Yes, Moraine is using us, but also she shoots fireballs, so let's try and stay on her good side. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which was real funny and real good. So yeah, they, I'm telling you, man, the the dude that plays Matt, he 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 is a good, good actor because he good. he can deliver that type of like kind of like he yes. just has a certain like swagger. It's a like it's a dry wit. Yeah, where, like he's not even saying it as a joke. He's just like. Yeah, dude, like, she shoots fireballs, so maybe we should stay under. <laughs> so what the fuck do you want, dude? Yeah, like, exactly. Fucking, yeah. Yeah, uh, big big fan of him. He he is, uh, by a mile, the best actor of the four. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah, every time every time he has lines, which, unfortunately, in, in the first two episodes was not, like, a ton, a ton, mm-hmm. right? I feel like there was a little bit more focus on uh, fucking Randikin and, Randikin uh, and an egg, egg. For sure. Um. Every every time he's he's delivering something, it's good. Yeah, good stuff. So they they continue on their journey, and they run into some soldiers, and I believe they call them uh, like white soldiers or something like that. They are dressed all in white, white cloaks. Yeah, what the white cloak? Well, mm-hmm. is that not from Game of Thrones? Are we? <laughs> no, that's what they. Oh, that, call those them, are gold cloaks. cloaks. Yeah, gold cloaks. Gotcha. Okay. <laughs> uh, what? <laughs> it's all it's all cloaks, baby. Cloaks and yeah. colors. Uh, and we run into the man that we met at the beginning of the episode. Yeah. Uh, I, I think they do name him and I, I can't remember what his name. Did you take note of it? I didn't. I don't think that they do. They just call him questioner. 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 He's again, a questioner. Right. Yeah. So he, he, he seems to have like, maybe it's a rank or a, a specific type of job. Right. Where he is a questioner. I don't think that he is like the questioner. Right. Right. No, exactly. Like, the, from what I'm gathering from the scene is like the white cloaks are some kind of military organization army and there's like this head dude who seems to be in charge but it's almost like uh, this questioner dude is like special ops or like he can kind he of he doesn't report to the same right guy. like he's, he's kind of doing what he wants right he's with them but he's not he does not like report to them this dude specifically you know what i'm saying right um because yeah at the end here he's kind of like uh hey you can go do that go that way and whatever you want to do i'm taking some questioners because we we serve i think he specifically says we serve a higher cause or something to that effect right 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 so yeah there's definitely some like (sighs) interpolitics in this white cloak uh you know kind of organization that that's going on here Right, right, for sure. So, <clears throat> um, 
they they lie. I mean, she just she straight up is like, hey, there's people around the corner here. You guys follow my lead. Try and answer the questions as best as you can, but like, don't fucking talk. Be <laughs> cool, basically, is yeah, the speech. Like, Dude, be cool. Damn. Um, she. So I thought this was a ruse, but she she showed them her wound, and uh-huh. I was like, oh, like she's doing this on purpose. Like maybe she like left it unhealed, or she magically like. Oh, interesting. Showed that she had a wound again. Interesting. Or something like that. Although I'm a fucking idiot because she has been hurt and, yeah, and no. clearly like getting weaker. Whatever. I was just overthinking it. <laughs> I thought that like she was like, yeah, I'm going to leave this so that people don't think I'm not or don't think I'm a, you know, uh, her fucking. Right. An Aes Sedai. Aes Sedai or whatever. Very importantly, she gives her ring to land to hide before right. they meet these people too. Uh, Which again, I'm I'm so confused because the what we would call like maybe the the captain or the the per, the the soldier who's in charge not mm-hmm. the questioner guy the head dude yeah right he he says he says hey that wound is fucked uh yeah. when you get to the city you need to look for an an Aes Sedai. right right they they have magic that can heal that like like he has no problem with them well it's it's interesting he says specifically he's like Listen, the Children of Light, which I think is referring another way of referring to like his organization, like maybe White Cloaks is a more, you know, common colloquial term from them. But I'm guessing the Children of Light is kind of their cult organization, religion, sure. church, whatever you want to call it. He says with the Children of Light steer clear of the Aes Sedai whenever they can, but you should look for one because only they can heal this wound. He's basically gotcha. acknowledging like. Yeah, we don't like them. We're not on the best terms with them, but you're going to die if you don't get one, so you should probably <laughs> look for one. Right. And so she um so Moraine, you know, as they're questioning her, Moraine kind of tells some half truths, yeah. if you will. She tells some, mostly the truth. But just like just leaving out yes, things that they're not specifically asking. Correct. Half truths so, is is pretty pretty accurate. Yeah, so uh, which I thought was was pretty cool because mm-hmm. hey, I mean, hey, going right back to these oaths that we learned about earlier, we see it play out, and it's like, mm-hmm. okay, cool. Like th- this is like you almost have to like learn how to like navigate like your uh your weaknesses, if you will, sure, like the sure. the things that are barring you. You have to kind of like side skirt them a little bit, right. and you can still get to the same result. You just have to be very witty on on how to uh how to do it right Definitely. so anyway i thought it was cool they uh they let them pass mm-hmm. and uh yeah the the questioner's like yeah uh white cloak guy i'm not going with you i'm gonna yeah. go do some other shit Definitely. and also i will remember your faces if yes. uh if i see you again i yeah, will yeah. remember your faces so this is definitely not going to be the last time oh, we no, see no. this motherfucker he's he is going to be a main antagonist i feel like for sure uh, I do like how, as they ride off, uh, our girl Egg is like, "Yo, you just like you told me you couldn't lie. You just lied to that dude." And Moraine is just like, "Nah, I told you we always tell the truth." She says, "Quote: It just may not be the truth you think you hear, so listen carefully." Yes, and good she's, line. She's she's really is like already training uh, Egwene here. She's like got her on the path for sure she's dropping some truth bombs right uh, which is all she can do 
Yeah. Um, so we, it's at this point that we learn that they, that they cannot heal themselves. Yes. Yeah. That was the other thing. Yeah. They can't heal their own wounds, only each other's basically. So, and so that's why they usually travel in pairs. Right. Um, but for some reason or another, that is not the case. Yeah. It's interesting. Why is she on her own then? I mean, she's got land with her, but I, I get the feeling like just from the way that they like work together like at the beginning of the first episode or excuse me it, during the fight sequence of the first episode mm-hmm. uh, sometimes like something tells me like it is common for sure like them, they like, usually have one of these dudes with us like with yeah them. like a bodyguard or whatever right, the fuck right, right, right. but why wouldn't she also be in a group of other Aes Sedai you know like right I'm kind of assuming the red cloaks we saw uh, chasing that dude at the beginning of the first episode are other Aes Sedai Right. Is she kind of on the outs with her order, maybe? Possibly. I don't know. Maybe she's a higher rank. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Interesting. It's yeah, interesting. I'm not stuff. sure. Uh anyway, so m- moving on. They they um <laughs> we get a we get a cool scene here where they all start singing a song. Story time. Yep, story time. <laughs> and uh it's a good song. It, it was a good scene. Yeah. But also like Kind of getting a little out of context. I I thought it was very funny that they just like Matt decides, hey, I'm just, gonna start singing a song. Just decides to start singing this song, and then well, Moraine's like, hey, story time. Speaking of that song, and then they're all just like, oh, yeah, it was okay. Little, it was a little odd. Nobody asked for that, Moraine. Thanks. Yeah, basically, yeah. Uh, Listen, it is a good story though. I love a good lore dump. I'm here for that. But there was definitely this air of like. They're just having a good time singing along the trail. And then Moraine's like, did I ever tell you time? You sonny's yeah. about the time there was the Manathrin. And they're just like, don't care. Didn't ask. There was uh, I, I know you won't necessarily relate, but I'm sure you can picture this. There there was a girl who got really big on TikTok where she would take like old like uh, songs like like um what's that sound like ashes ashes we all fall down like, oh, that, like those types sure, of songs sure, sure. and be like like she would do this like skit and be you know like happily singing this song and then like another version of herself would be like hey you don't you don't know what that song means right and then like she would tell you what the song means the story and it's like behind oh it, yeah. fuck this is bad yeah yeah and and it's just kind of like a buzzkill <laughs> That's what like, this fuck, is. This sucks. That's exactly what happened. That's exactly what this is. <laughs> Moraine the buzzkill over here. <laughs> Dude, definitely. So yeah, good story. Um, I to be honest, I didn't take notes on the story itself. It was just it was just a lore dump on like where they're from and like some of the the battles of like their their past. Yeah, like I can I can very quickly summarize it here. Um, so basically, their home used to be the small kingdom called Manathrin. Uh, their kingdom was kind of always a thorn in the Dark One's side, so he sent his whole ass army after it, and uh, King Amon Targaryen, sorry, just Amon, um, <laughs> was told that help would come if they could hold out for three days. Uh, they held for 13, but no one came. They were... I came. <laughs> oh, you came. <laughs> uh, they were destroyed. The army was wiped out. The queen felt her husband, Amon, die, and in her gr- in her grief, she drew so much of the one power that she basically released this hurricane of fire 
that destroyed all the Trollocs, uh, but also, like, it burned through her. Like, the power was too great for her to basically wield. Um, so now the only ones that remained were children and their keepers who were hidden in the mountains. Uh, but basically, this kingdom and the city were gone forever. Basically, it seems like Moraine is telling this them be- this because the old blood runs deep in them. The- these Our main four uh, candidates here are like their descendants, basically. Well, they're... The what was the name of the place? Uh, Manathrin, which translates to the the, the twin the, rivers, the right? two rivers or whatever the, it two, is, the yeah. two rivers. Yeah, mm-hmm. so like it is quite literally their like their I don't know that I would call it like kingdom or like well like it used to be, but yeah, it's kind of all gone right now. Yeah, so okay, yeah, cool stuff. Yeah. Um, and then we we see we see kind of a follow up on that story yes, here a little bit later. There's more why good. that's important. Yeah, later a bit down the line. So, um, Moraine is, is very fucked up at this point. Yes. Uh, Harund is fucked and, uh, she's exhausted from, from using all of her magic. Uh, Lan convinces her that they need to stop and rest. That story took a lot of out of her as well. Yes. You know? <laughs> yeah. 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 Definitely. Um, so we get kind of a shitty, like lover's quarrel between yeah. Egg and, uh, Randikin. Fucking Randikin. Uh, fucking Randikin, dude. Uh, meanwhile, Perrin is still fucked up, and his wound is infected as hell. Uh-huh. This is a cool scene. This is so weird, but I was into it. I, w- I was very into this. Um, so he-, he has a run-in with some wolves. A whole pack of them. A whole fucking pack of wolves. And he thinks that they're going to fuck him up. Well, what seems to be the leader of the pack or something like that, just kind of like, comes up and starts licking his wound mm-hmm. and leaves. And he's, yeah, um, they're just like, peace, we're out. You're cool. Right. <laughs> so, like, I'm getting the sense, I could definitely could be way off the mark here, I am getting the sense that, like, each of the four here kind of have their own, like, brand of, like, I don't know that I'm going to call it magic, but just, like, sure. their stuff, right? Like, with... You can call with it egg, magic. Yeah, I mean, sir. Yeah, so like their their brand of magic, like Egg is more uh, aware of it because she was training in a specific like branch of it, right, if, if you will, right. like wind um, wind magic. Right, but it, it, for her, it's just all of the above. I mean, it's just actually the the one power, right? right is right. what it sounds like. And I feel like the other three, they wouldn't be candidates if they couldn't wield the one power, right? That's that's what they talked about at the beginning of the first episode. Yeah, with that guy, they did kind of mention that, yeah. So so I wonder if, like, this has some type of, like, maybe it's, like, a spiritual, like, guide or, like, something like that. Like, the, not to say the wolves aren't real, but I wonder if, like, him having, like, a relationship with these wolves yeah, he's is, like, like an, his brand. His He has, like, an animal whisperer-type power. Right, uh, he's a wolf. That could be. Yeah. Yeah, I just, I was... <laughs> That's probably a better thought than what my knee-jerk reaction was. <laughs> okay. My knee-jerk reaction was just like, ah, he's a werewolf. He's turning into a werewolf. Oh my God. <laughs> I like your idea better, so we'll yeah. go with that. <laughs> Dude, I was... I wonder if all the people who actually have read the books and, like, love this this series... Oh, uh, they think we're so dumb. ...hate us. Oh, we're so dumb to them. Yeah, we're, we're so little, dumb. We're poor winter children. What? Wait, what is it? Right. It's... Sweet no. summer child. Sweet summer child. I got it exactly opposite. Winter children. Winter adults. It's sweet summer child. Uh, yeah, we are real <laughs> Winter dumb. Winter adults. We're real dumb to them. 
Yeah. Uh, I did like there was a quick hit here where Moraine she's she's still pissed at that dick uh, the the questioner guy uh, because he killed her sisters. She says he's not the only one who will remember a face. Basically, like, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna fuck him up someday. And I thought yeah. that was badass. Even as she's like super weak. Yeah, definitely. Uh, she she's got a big dick for sure. Yeah, she's rad. Yeah, really like her. Um, so they wake in the middle of the night, uh, with Lord Thingy, uh, and his, in his army watching over them. Oh yeah. They found him and they've got a bounce. So we get another chase scene, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, for a second here, I thought that Lan was going to stay back and like kind of fight him off. Or I like, thought so too. Yeah. Uh, that's what I thought was happening, but they, they ended up all moving together. Uh, they have to take very special care of Moraine because she's, I mean, she's unconscious. She's trying to rest. Yeah, she's she, fucked up. she won't wake up, basically. Right. So we get one of the coolest, like, in my opinion, like, just the... Visual? The visual is cool, yeah, it's man. Cool like, as hell. And I can picture reading this, like, yeah. this description, just, like, this massive cliff of just, like, sharp rock that is somehow split. It looks like it's been, like, cracked open with magic mm-hmm. and split down the middle. It's so cool. Because it's a very, like, almost, like, it's not straight line, but it's very uniform, just, like, it's not yeah. how, like, a normal, like, rock wall or, you know, cliff like that would ever fall apart like naturally no yeah like it's not. like the same width almost all the way up and down like i said it's jagged at parts but like it just looks cool and it's so high so big it's a very cool visual yeah um once they get to this kind of like field uh this like open crossing in order to like get over there uh their horses won't go any further mm-hmm and all of the trollocs also stop moving forward. Like there, there's all there seems to be some type of like magical barrier, or just like some type of force keeping them away. That is keeping them away. And then I was very annoyed and upset with this because Lan just says, "Oh, like this, this is where we're at. Like go forward." And they just they go. So like the horses, like why wouldn't the like what needed to happen there? Why did the horses have to stop and then like? What changed? <laughs> yeah, I guess I guess my justification for that is, like, the horses did not want to go further. That was, like, against their instincts. But, like, horses are, like, trained and domesticated in a way where it's, like, if their, you know, if their riders urged them forward, they could get them to do it. Gotcha. I, I guess. I don't, I don't know. know, man. The, the, the end result is Lan is just like, ah, listen, don't worry. The Trollocs won't follow us inside. Yeah. So, anyway, they go. And uh, they end up in this kind of, like, cathedral type of building. Yeah, it's a whole deserted-ass, really creepy city. They they mention there's not even any birds or bugs in here. It's just silent and creepy. And, yeah, they go into kind of this... Yeah, and cathedral. everything's, like, black stone. Yeah. It's, it, it is very It's ominous. very cool. Yeah. It's, it's cool. It's the lands of Ashai. Yes, that's exactly what I thought as well. Dude. <laughs> I was like, this is exactly the kind of weird edge, you know, margin stuff that I love. Um, but we do get um, some lore on it. Yeah, we do. Uh, so we learned that this place is called Shadows Waiting. Mm-hmm. Or it has like a, a like a native tongue. 
Yeah, which, it's uh, did you take note of that? Shadar Logath. Okay, Shadar Logath, which translates to Shadows Waiting. Mm-hmm. Uh, hey, that's the name of this episode. <laughs> is it really? <laughs> uh, the city has some dark history. It's yeah. It's actually it's actually pretty fucking cool. Uh, I'm sure you have you have more notes on that, so you take it away, buddy. Okay, story time part two with our dude Lan this time. Um, he basically says this city was the richest during the Trolloc Wars, and they built their huge walls with no gate. Um, they did not want anybody in or out. They promised Manathrin that they would come to their aid, the three days thing. But, spoiler alert. So this was the city? Yes. Spoiler, they did not. Uh, after the war, people came to this city for shelter, but no one answered. When they finally broke through the wall, through the wall, uh, the city was empty. No one in there. It is just said that evil itself grew from the heart of the city and consumed every living thing. Hell yeah. Uh, it is a cool-ass story. Loved it. Loved this place. It's very atmospheric, very creepy, very cool. But what I appreciated maybe even more is my dude, Matt, who immediately breaks the tension. And he's like, okay, couple things. First of all, that's more words than I've ever heard you say ever <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to land. And he's like, two, why the hell would you bring us here, bro? This sounds bad as hell. What are you doing? And Lan is basically just like, uh, yeah, just don't touch anything and eat only the food that you brought. Uh, my boy, my boy Matt does not take those words to heart. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but it was cool. I I love Lan getting his story time, and I love that Matt called out basically like, dude, you can talk. What the hell? <laughs> it's very funny. Yeah, it was it was pretty good. Um, we <sighs> okay, so. We get this not good or believable makeup session. Oh yeah, it was bad between Randikin and Egg. And um, I I wanted to like the the shot, but this is kind of a side note. This is more of a production thing. Um, the CGI in some of these like big shots. D- doesn't mm-hmm. look the best. Um, this one didn't look as good as like the the big. I, I feel like the head. the proportions are a little off, right? Like, did you? I don't know if you thought this specifically, but like, I remember watching this and like, when it looks it, a little small. Like some yeah, of the buildings, like, look they small. look big, yeah. and yeah, yeah. It, it was weird. I don't know. It just something didn't feel like proportioned or scaled right. No, I'm with it, you. I'm with you. Yeah. So like the place is like cool in theory and like very atmospheric and like the story is cool. But yeah, the the CG, the visuals did not do it full justice. Not like like the entrance, like the entrance was super cool. Yeah. Hell yeah, dude. Um, anyway, so fucking our, our dude, Matt. (sighs) He gave, he gave Perrin his knife. So he had to go find another. Oh, one. hold on. Yeah, right. No, I'm sorry. I am skipping ahead. That is a great scene. It was a great scene. Yeah. Matt giving Perrin that knife because that's a that's a knife that's uh, his wife, uh, like Layla. Layla, right? Yeah. yeah. Layla forged and, yes. and made for him. Made for him. Made for Matt. 
he says he's basically used it a thousand times and you know it's saved his life and all this stuff and well there's a good there's a really good kind of like uh i appreciate this because uh layla is dead mm-hmm. and we're still getting some character building for yeah. her which i like for sure uh she she says i don't forge weapons i forge tools right and he's like i use it as a tool she's like keep it sharp you know, keep it clean so you can keep it sharp. So if the day ever comes where you need to use it to defend yourself, it'll be ready. But until then, it's a tool. That's right. what I make, yeah. right? Like, you can tell she loved her craft. She took it very seriously. She's very passionate Definitely. about it. And he, and he goes on to say, he's like, I've used it to cut apples, to do normal daily living things. It's, it's always been a tool. Mm-hmm. And now it's just a tool for another purpose. And he gives it to Perrin. Yeah. And Perrin is silently sobbing it's yeah, so tears about this. heavy dude yeah i just took down i was like this is a good friendship like i like these two together specifically this is a great scene um this was awesome yes i agree very 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 good it's got to be so hard for parent like getting that knife dude that dude is so fucked up. i feel so bad for parent man <laughs> fucking guy oh he's so. definitely the most emotionally like ragged and destroyed through this whole god dude, like freaking freaking randikin is only dealing with his freaking puppy love like yeah they're bullshit while oh yeah it's rough for my boy parent <laughs> yeah so so matt's like hey uh take this knife i'm gonna go get myself a new <laughs> I'm one go find one but <laughs> let me follow these creepy creepy whispering voices in the middle of the night first that that seems like a a good time to go exploring. <laughs> yeah, what a freaking, what a what an idiot. Anyway, so yeah, he finds this um like chest of of sorts, kind of buried in some rubble, mm-hmm. and uh, he opens it up, and inside it is the cat's pod dagger, and uh, it I, I it actually kind of looks it like maybe one weird. of the knives or like the daggers from like Power Rangers. I can't put my finger on like. They have knives and power. I never. Yeah, power like Rangers. I think it's like the. Is it the White Ranger or the Green Ranger? One of them has like a fucking long ass dagger thing, mm. and it's so cool, and it Go looks kind of similar to this. All right, sick. It's a uh, sick dagger. Yeah, it is a sick dagger. Matt did um, not listen to my boy Lan at all when he was like, "Touch nothing." <laughs> look, man. N- needless to say, uh, shit gets a little bad here. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so. The dragon of the darkness flames, not really, just <laughs> just the darkness, it just starts oozing out of everywhere. My ass, it's always doing that. Yeah. Um and your your ass ooze definitely disintegrates horses, just like oh, this yes. does. <laughs> Dude, that horse just turns to ash like almost instantly. Uh, Moraine wakes up and is like. Uh, where are we? And Lan just kind of looks at her like, mm. and she's like, oh, you've killed us all, you dumbass. It was a yeah. pretty decent moment there. So we we get like the 75th chase scene in this mm. show so far, and it is quite literally the shadow, like the darkness that is chasing them. Yeah, the ass Yeah, the ass Um <laughs> Uh, and it causes the, the gang to get split up. Yeah. Uh, but not before we get the cheesiest line oh my ever. God. 
I will find you. I'll find you. So corn, dude. We really corn. don't like this relationship at all. I hate it, dude. Yeah. I just, I, I really don't like Randigan. He's I not really great. Do not like Randigan. Um, Egg's okay. Yeah, she's cool. She's okay. um, but so anyway, so the gang gets splits up, split up, and we have uh, so it would be Randigan and Matt. and Matt, which it is a shame that we don't get more Matt and Perrin. Yeah, for, for uh, real. So Randigan and Matt are off on their own. We get. Egg, Egg and, and Perrin, Perrin mm-hmm. and then Moraine and Lan. Yeah, Moraine uh, and Lan escape on horses, kind of back out the way it came. They came, it seems, or maybe the other side. Uh, and uh, Egg and Perrin jump off the wall into the water, and Matt and Rand basically get out through like a grate uh, hole in the wall, like a metal right. grate. So, yeah, they're just kind of. I guess gonna be doing their own thing now. I guess that's and, sure what it seems like. Uh, Nanave finds Lan and Moraine. Uh, she puts her blade to Lan's throat, and is like, "Tell me where my friends are at, or I'll cut your throat." And that's how the episode ends. And that's how the episode ends. I had to like go back and look. I was like, "Wait, who? What was that? Who was that? Was that Nanave?" Yeah. Definitely was the knave. They're treating her like she's dead, like this entire episode. Definitely I, thought she was dead. I nah, I pretty much knew. I was like, they very specifically showed her get carried off. Like if she was dead, they would show her getting killed. Fair enough. Yeah, I should. I was known. like, she'll be back. She'll be back. But I also was just like, I also did not expect her back in the story. I guess this fast in this way. So. Right. So I have uh, just a couple final thoughts. Uh, for this episode, so so the first thing is that I was I was kind of crucial and kind of hard on the first episode, and like kind of I feel like maybe there was just like a little bit of a guard up on like accepting the like taking it taking everything for what it is. Mm. I feel like once once I finally have been like okay, like I'm in this, and this is just how this world is, right? Like mm-hmm. yeah, uh, and just accepted that. Uh, it 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 is good. Um, this episode was very good. Yeah, I liked this episode a lot. Definitely, uh, better than the first. Didn't feel as cheesy. Um, no, like, I I guess, uh, yeah, I guess my thing was, like, I love some good lore dump. Uh, I love a good dump. They, uh, they, it was a little clumsily delivered, but also I get it, you know, this is a new show, a new world, there's a lot you need to communicate in a short time, so I'm not mad about it. Uh, and most of the characters, Randikin being the exception, are pretty enjoyable. Like, they're, you know, yeah. interesting, they're they're likable, um, they have real emotional stakes, and uh, I'm, I, I was pretty into it by the end of this episode, I was very excited to uh, get into the next one. Yeah, I just if Nanave is going to be like a constant like if she's going to be back like mm-hmm. I didn't particularly like her in the first episode she just sure seemed kind of stiff and like mm-hmm. maybe also oversold it a little bit so I don't know we'll we'll see how that feels if she's going to be sticking around but yeah um, that's true yeah but uh otherwise yeah man uh feeling a lot better about it uh genuinely interested about it got some good lore this area that they were in was fucking cool. It was super cool. Yeah. Shadar Logath? 
something like that. Lord yeah, Gambit. sure. Let's go with that. Let's go with that. Um, real quick, I had to ask you. I know you were a little down on like the costume design and everything last episode. Mm-hmm. So let me ask you, what did you specifically think of the like white cloak armor? Um, I thought it was cool. Yeah, I thought it was badass. Yeah, I I liked like the shoulder the plate big thing shoulder that they plate have. Yeah. thing. Yeah, 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 I liked it. Okay. it kind of reminded me of um, uh, oh, now I can't remember. Maybe is it Siegfried or or Nightmare? Oh yes, from uh, Soul Calibur. So, from Soul Cal, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Kind of, kind of really liked it actually. It reminded me of like uh something like right out of Dragon Age, which uh is one of my favorite game series. Um, Hell yeah, yeah it never cool. played it. Cool. good stuff right on man well uh did you have any other final thoughts i think that's it for me pal cool man well guys as always we appreciate you all for sticking with us and following along hopefully you guys are enjoying the wheel of time series i know that i am turning around on it and enjoying it quite a bit so very excited to get into episode three and see what it is all about uh if you haven't already hit us up on the twitter and on instagram at we don't want a pod uh, tell your grandma about the show. She needs to hear about it. Didn't say this last time. We're all about it, the grandmas here. All about the if grandmas. If you this haven't is a listened show, before. This is a show for grandmas by grandmas. Just in case you didn't know. So, uh, again, we appreciate you guys for hanging out with us. Uh, we will see you on the next one. Bye.